Welcome to Two Takes in a Pod. My name is Osai and this is my podcast where I take on themes, exploring culture and society as seen by an everyday Nigerian in diaspora. Yeah, that's a bit of a mouthful, but I kind of like it. That being said though, I, you know, I, can, I might explore it more over the next couple of episodes. I guess we'll see. Okay, so the first thing I should mention is that moving forward, I'll be hosting a podcast solo. Same concept, but the second take will be from future guests and correspondents where necessary. I'd like to take this time to wish my previous co-host the best in his future endeavors. Okay, where have we been? Where has the podcast been the past couple of months? Now, to answer that question, I feel like I need to provide some context. So, bear with me for a second, okay? So, last season, the goal was to go a little deeper. The online question was, how exactly is culture formed? As I planned the last season, I had a few questions answered in my head. How do we unlearn the bad habits that that are ingrained in our culture? Where do they come from? You know, and how do we deal with that personally and collectively? Especially if we are unaware when they manifest. We in diaspora have similar experiences, but I doubt we would agree on the same cultural values or standards. How much of this is tied to upbringing and how much of this is tied to the zeitgeist or the spirit of the times? Particularly the fact that we are all over the globe, right? Like it's different cultures, subcultures there, and we're all from different tribes. So there's that as well. Around this time anyway, um, I found Alvin Toffler's article on future shock which he later developed into a book and he takes this concept of culture shock and applies it to a rapidly evolving society armed with technology what does that mean so the concept of culture shock is pretty straightforward you take somebody from an environment that they're used to and you throw them into another environment that is completely different to them and they struggle with the language they struggle with social cues and you know among many other things right and that first shock that first experience and making that adjustment is essentially what is referred to as culture shock now with future shock he basically takes that concept to and applies it to a rapidly evolving society so the just fact that we have technology and it's quickening the pace of our life and just our lifestyles all over the world over the past four decades or so he essentially identifies this and identifies that there there might be a consequence for this and he attempts to understand and diagnose it so i thought it was really interesting considering the fact that you know we were in a pandemic and our whole lives just stopped you know just after one month or just within a month i would say anyway uh things got even more interesting when i found robert green's book on the laws of human nature the chapter on generational myopia jumped at me it talks, he talks about the cyclical nature of generations, and that was interesting enough. But then it starts to point to signs that we are the crisis generation, and that rang alarm bells for me. Then cut to October 2020, and, you know, the Nigerian youth had the guts to do what their parents couldn't, sorry to say. They marched and protested for their rights, going ahead to provide a five-point plan that was ultimately ignored, of course. Instead, the Nigerian army on October 20th unleashed on its own people with the support of the government, and subsequently silenced the generation. And for now, anyway, I don't believe it's over yet, I'd say. Anyway, we had finally seen what our parents lived and were all too aware of. Following the shock and disappointment and the feeling of uselessness as an African in diaspora, speaking for myself here, um, I'd watch our brothers and sisters in the DRC in Namibia and Uganda go through the same thing as well and just kept spurring in my head. So I was forced to reflect. How do I address these issues, these issues on the show, even while it was going on? And should it be only when they are relevant and in popular culture, 
because we all know that there are underlying currents that spark these issues, but it's worth covering it. Um, but is it worth co- covering in diaspora? I don't know. Um, I thought back to the work that we've done on the podcast and, you know, it's like, how do you discuss these cultural trends without unpacking your own, you know? And uh, is it relevant if the future you plan for will not be back in Africa? You know, and then when you are when addressing these issues, um, how do you deal with it without inducing the trauma, especially for our parents? Because that's part of the reason why they probably, you know, haven't been as vocal or being able to protest the way we would like. So the other challenge as well is boredom, right? This is not the most, you know, it's not always the most compelling content for a lot of people, right? People want to have fun, joke around about music and entertainment, stuff like that. So that's also a thing you have to balance out yourself. Either way, um, and then now look further in myself, you know? It's like, this is not the work that pays me, you know? Uh, I have an opportunity to continue building my career, um, take a postgraduate degree and maybe an MBA or something, and, you know, basically thread that path, right? And then you throw in the family and relationships, uh, you know, aspect of things as well. And, you know, it's a lot to kind of manage and kind of balance out. So as a result, like sometimes doubt sets in, and I don't want to get into that, but like, you know, you balance out the idea of quality versus quantity and whether you have the capacity to do deliver on both. Um, you also get into the idea of, you know, whether or not it's quality and then the entertainment factor, which is really the boredom factor, right? Like, you know, how do we make it compelling to get those clicks and those listens, right? Like at the end of the day, that's what we're doing this for. You know, ultimately, you know, I accepted that I care, but I don't. Let me explain that. You know, in my head, it's like if the quality is good, then the right people will come, you know, and like, and if I just focus on that, that's the most important thing. And obviously, there's branding and social media and all that crap, but you know what I mean. Anyway, um, for me, ultimately, this is a labor of love. It is a service too, but, you know, it started off as curiosity for me. And now I'm at the point where, uh, with what I'm doing, I want to be able to inform and engage on topics that are relevant to us. And whether it's through uh, different bold people's experiences or if it's through history, culture, or just some of the good work that some journalists are doing out there right now. Either way, I want to have those kind of conversations, make it relatable, consumable, and uh, hopefully we can all leave with something pretty good, you know? So I hope that kind of gives an idea of where I've been (laughs) um, the past couple of months. Okay, so what's next? Well, you can expect more of the same with a bit more depth. I'll be looking to do deeper dives when relevant. Some themes will require much more than an episode, and in those cases, I'll work to build out a narrative and make it as informative and compelling as possible over the course of whatever required number of episodes. And also, moving forward, I'll, be, I'll continue to prioritize themes unique to Africans in diaspora, beginning with our communities away from home, aspiring to art, entrepreneurship, culture and history obviously the history is going to be focused on you know where we come from our roots either way the truth is nothing's off the table if it's relevant to us i want to talk about it so yeah that's essentially where um the podcast is and is going if you're listening to this then the first episode has already dropped so hurry up and go check that out that's the update guys one more thing While you're here, 
hold your boy down and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can find this wherever you find podcasts. And don't forget to show this some love and give it five stars. You know, nothing but the best. You can also share your feedback by writing to two ticks and a pod at gmail.com. If that's too much work, I feel you. Just follow me on social media at two ticks and a pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And turn on notifications to, you know, to get a heads up when we drop new content. And by the way, I'm not spelling it again. If like you can understand two takes. If you're here, you should be able to figure that out. I don't I just feel like it's just so unnecessary. Anyway, that's not that's not your fault. That's that's really on me. But I'm just putting that out there now. That being said, um, I'll read whatever you write me, so please write me. And there's no guarantees on a response unless you make some sense. Like that's the only caveat. And I think that's about it, guys. This has been Two Takes in the Park. Thank you for listening. Peace.